Starting Daf Yudalad, last line of Yud Gimel base. So, the back and forth between Achashverosh and Haman, um, and uh, Achashverosh uh, acquiesces. Okay, by Yemar Hamelach, last line. Yemar Hamelach, Haman a kesef nasun lach. So the the Melech says to Haman, take the kesef back, and right. So Haman offered to pay him, take it back. And do what you want to the people. So what happened over here? What was this exchange like? This whole back and forth. Well, Haman first gives money, and then Achashver says, keep your money. One guy, he's got an extra mound of dirt that he doesn't want. And to another guy, he's got a ditch in his field that he needs to get filled. So the Baal Charitz says, okay, where can I buy a mound of dirt to fill up my Charitz? And the guy with the mound says, who's going to give me a ditch to take my tell off my hand, my excess dirt? They meet up with each other. So the Baal Charitz comes to the Baal Tell and says, sell me your mound. You know what? Take it for free. That's this whole exchange over here. So if you follow this exchange, it turns out that Ahasuerus was the guy with the tell, and Haman was the guy with the charitz. He wanted to buy the tell off, and at the end, Ahasuerus says, keep it. So the question is, is different pshatim given as to why um, Ahasuerus is, is, is referred to as the Baal tell and Haman is the Baal charitz. So one of them is, is that a tell, when you have a tell in a field, it's a, it's, it's a nuisance. Right? It's, an, it's annoying to have some extra, extra dirt, but it doesn't necessarily present a danger. A charitz in a field presents as a danger. So Ahasuerus viewed the, the, the Yidin as a nuisance. But to Haman, he saw it as, as a danger. Okay? And that's why they each picked their... The other way, uh, another, way, another muscle I saw that I thought was nice was that the tell that it was the way that they viewed Klai Yisrael. Ahasuerus was jealous of Klai He looked up. Tell is higher. He looked up to Klai Yisrael. He viewed them as higher and he was jealous. So he wanted to get rid of They both wanted to get rid of them. One of was higher. To Haman, right, it was a charitz. It was down. He, was, he, he, he looked at them as if they were low. Okay, they weren't worthy of being, being around. You see this uh, repeated throughout history. Um, and, and, and the Chassam Seifer is a third shot that both of them were lahabed. Both of them wanted to destroy Klai Yisrael. It was a question of that it wasn't their perspective of Klai Yisrael that rep- was represented in the Tell and the Charitz, but rather it was their method of destroying Klai Yisrael. Ahasuerus wanted to destroy the Yidim by raising them up, meaning make them part of society. They will assimilate okay, and, and become a Yidim. Haman wanted to destroy them. He wanted to do it okay, not by raising them up, but by, by chopping them down. Okay, and, and we, see, we see this as represented by Ahasuerus because what did he do? He made a, he made a, he made a Mishnah and what did he do? He made a mission and invited the Jews, right? So he was trying to lift them up, bring them into society, as opposed to Haman, who was trying to be Lahashmi to Laharik. Okay, Vayasar Amelech, what happens next? So the deal is sealed. Vayasar Amelech has Tabatai. Well, how does he seal the deal with Haman? He removes his ring. Amr of Abba Bar Kahana, Saras Tabas, that this, this act of Achashverosh removing his ring and giving it to Haman was greater. It was greater than the rebuke of 40, right? What this removing of the ring was able to inspire a mass tshuva movement in Kal Yisrael more than all of the 48 Nevi'im and Sheva Nevi'ish and Islam and Yisrael, Shekul and Le'ichzu and the Mutav. Okay, they were unable to ignite such a mass tshuva movement. The Ilu Asaras Tabas, Achzi Rasa and the Mutav. Okay, now we're going to get into the 48 Nevi'im here in a second, but... Um, 
So a very nice shot, the Yaris Tabash, which is just, just perspective. So what's the big deal about taking off the ring? Right? What is this? We've heard about this taking off the ring. So he says that the taking off the ring was repre- it represents that all, right, that it was a signet ring. That means that everything that, that the king is going to order gets sealed with the signet ring. By him giving the signet ring to Haman, it meant that now all roads for future decrees go through Haman. And that the Jews have no opportunity to plead with Achashverosh. That was the perspective. That it ignited Shuvah. They realized, oh boy, this is bad. This is not just a bad, you know, one guy who was the king's advisor. And no, he now has all the power. And that the ring was now given over. And we see that, that the ring was also passed later onto Mordechai. That was the idea. That was the greatness of the ring. That it wasn't just a taking or removing of a ring. It wasn't just about the ring or a signet. It was the fact that all decrees now had to, all the roads of decrees had to go through Haman. And that is why it inspired such a mass Chuva movement. Tan Rabbanon. Arbon Vishman and Nevi'im. There were 48 Nevi'im. Vishavan Nevi'is. And seven women Nevi'is. Nisnab Dalam Yisrael. That... <clears throat> had said prophecy, okay, and all these Nevi'im, they didn't add, okay, they didn't, they didn't take anything away, nor did they add on what the Torah said, except for Mikra Megillah, so there was the only thing added, so Rashi automatically jumps in, and he says, what about, um, what about uh, Hanukkah, um, Right, there were no more Nevi'im. Right, Hanukkah was the second base of Mikdash. So what we're saying is this Mikra Megillah occurred at the time of so the first base of Mikdash, and they added Mikra Megillah. Now the Ran to adds on to these is there are many mitzvahs, of course, that the Chachamim added, but they all were begeder siyag to protect the original mitzvahs. They weren't like new creation of mitzvahs, as opposed to Mikra Megillah, which was a new creation of mitzvahs. And um, the Sasema says a little differently that mitzvah was a the, the Megill, why is Megillah singled out here as the one mitzvah that got added because it was Nitin Likasev that they had to write it was written down it was recorded as opposed to the other ones who weren't my Darish okay what was the drasha that they made meaning, meaning how did the Nevi'im decide to uh, make a new mitzvah of Kriyas Megillah Amrav Chiyabar Avan Amrav Yeshua Ben Karcha Umame Avdus Lecheros Amru Shira so if when Kal Yisrael went May Avdus Lecheros Pesach right Mitzvah Mitzrayim so you say Shira Mimisa Lachayim here it was they were facing certain death Mimisa Lachayim Lakolshkin of course we're going to say Shira Ihachi I if so let's say Halal Halal Nami Nema right so why don't we say Halal on Purims or why weren't they Masakin Halal so the answer number one the Fisha Enim Halal Al Neisha Bechutzlaret okay because you don't say Halal on a Neis that occurred outside of Eretz Yisrael Frech the Gemara really I what about Yitzias Mitzrayim the Neisha Bechutzlaret well Yitzias Mitzrayim took place in it's Ryan. So that's a Nesach Chutzaretz, and yet we say how. So, hey, Chi Amri on Shira, how do we say Shira? So, Tanya, because we learned in a Brisa, actually, Nichnasu Yisrael Aretz. Now, until Kal Yisrael got to Eretz Yisrael, Hukshu Kal Aretz, a Shira, a Nesach that would occur in any land, you would say Shira on. Bisha Nichnasu Yisrael Aretz, like Hukshu Kal Aretz, a Slimer Shira. And once Kal Yisrael went into Eretz Yisrael, so then they know, we no longer uh, would establish how on a nace that occurred outside of Eretz Yisrael. Nachman Amar, different answer. You want to know what? We do say hal. You want to know how? Kriyasa zuhalela. That the reading of the Megillah is the hal. Rava Amar, Bishlama Hasam. This is, how could you say hal? Bishlama Hasam. You're right, we left Mitzrayim. What do we say? Halu Abde Hashem. Vulay Abde Pare. This it says Halu Abde Hashem. Not Abde Pare. It's exclusion of Abde Pare. Abal Hacha. What, or Elohacha, Halu Abde Hashem, Abde Sorry, Akati Abde Hashem, 
as long as we're in Gullus, we're Abdi Achashverish, and therefore, and therefore we can't say Hal. So Rabbi's coming to say, you know why they were Misakin to say Megillah and not Hal? Because we couldn't say, we couldn't, we won't be truthful. We're not Abdi Hashem, therefore we couldn't say Hal. Now, if so, Bain the Rabbi, Bain the Nachman Kasha. Okay, because they both hold that Megillah is, the Megillah, you know what the reason is? It's not because we don't say Hal in, uh, in Chutzlaretz. It's because Megillah is Hal, it's because we can't say Hal, but which would mean that if, if the factors, if we could say Hal, or if we didn't have a Megillah, so then we would say Hal. So how are you going to understand the Bryce that said you can't say Hal outside of Eretz Yisrael? As soon as they went into Eretz Yisrael, you can no longer say Hal. So why do Ravan and Renachman have to come on to other reasons here that either the Megillah is the Hawa or we can't say Hawa because it says Halu Avde Hashem and we're still in Galus. So the Gemara says, Kivan Shegalu Chazur Lachshion Rishayin. So we're saying as soon as, as once Kali Yisrael went to Galus, that was only Bizman that Kali Yisrael had their own rule in their own land. But once they went into Galus, so then it goes back to the way it was originally and you could say Hawa in Chutzaretz. Okay, going back to now we're going to discuss Nevi'im. Visu Leka, you want to tell me there were only, we said there were 48 Nevi'im and 7 Nevi'ais. Really? No more. But Haksiv, it says, Okay, he's referring to Elkanah. Echad Mimasayim. He was one of 200. Tsaifim, right? Why do we call him? So we say that he was Echad Mimasayim Tsaifim. Okay, we're referring to Elkanah who came from Tsaifim, but it's a, we're reading into the Pasuk that he was one of 200 Nevi'im. Shenesnabdalam Yisrael. Right, so we see that there weren't forty-eight Nevi'im and seven Nevi'ahs, but rather we see that there were two hundred. So, right, how could you say there were only forty-eight? So the Gemara says, "You're right, Mihava Tuvahabu. You're right. There were really there was a lot more than forty-eight Nevi'im. Plenty more. Kedatanya, like we learned in Abraisa, Harbin Nevi'im Amdulam Yisrael. There were many Nevi'im that 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 prophesized for Kali Yisrael over the years. Kaflayim, double Kiyetz Mitzrayim. Kiyetz Mitzrayim was 600,000, so there were over a million Nevi'im. Ela Nevua Shehutzrachal L'dayres. And Nevua that was necessary to be recorded. We needed to record for the L'dayres. Nechtava, that was written down. V'shaloi Hutzrachal L'nechtava. Right, so we're saying there were only 48 Nevi'im that we felt compelled to record, to write down their lessons. Rishpilman Achmeni Amar. Adam, okay, so he's going to say, and by the way, how do, how do we darshan this Pasuk of Ayihi, for Elkanah, of Ayihi, Ish Echad, Min Amrasayim Tzayfim. What's this Ramasayim Tzayfim? That it doesn't mean one of 200 Nevi'im, but Rabbi Shmuel Menachmeni Amar, Adam Haba Mishtei Ramais. That he was a person who came from, Ramasayim means peaks, or peak. So he came from twin peaks. Shet Tzayfim Zuluzu, that they were close to each other. Rabbi Amar, Adam, Habam, Ibn Adam, he came, referring to Elkanah, came from, um, uh, came from somebody, Haba, he came from, he was descended from somebody who was Sha'indim Barum Shal Olam, somebody who stood at the heights of the world. Who does that mean? Maninhu, that's B'nai Kairach. Dechsiv of B'nai Kairach, Lemesu, okay, that they never die. Tanam Yishim Rabbeinu, Makam Nizbatsu Lahem Begehenim Amdu Alav. So, not sure why we call Gehenim here high place, but the point is they're on a shelf in Gehenim. Okay, that they never, uh, however you understand that, whatever that's supposed to mean, but the point is, that's how it's referring to B'nai Karach, that he came, he was a descendant of Karach. Isn't the Yitzhu, that's what they were saying? The, who? B'nai Karach? I mean, it said B'nai Karach Lomesu. So what we're saying is, right, they were Patsas, Adamas Pia, they were swallowed up. Um, I don't know if they were saved, they never died. So now what we're saying is, they went, when they fell down, they went on a shelf in Gehenna, whatever that means. 
Okay. Um, Shevan Avias, back to my, if you have a shot on, I got it. Uh. Okay, Shevan Avias, man ninhu. Okay, who are the seven? So he had 48 Nevi'im. Okay, now who are the seven Nevi'im? the female prophetesses. Man ninhu. Sarah, Miriam, Devarech, Hana, Abigail, Choldova, Esther. And we're going to go through each one. Sarah, how do we know that Sarah was a Nevi'ah? The Pasuk says, Avi Milka, Avi Yiska. Okay, V'amar of Yitzchak. Yiska zu Sarah. Who is Yiska? That's really Sarah. V'lamana Kodeshima. Yiska. Shesach Sash. She was able, she had a vision. Baruch HaKodesh. Amar. How do we see this manifest itself? As the Pasuk says, that when uh, Sarah has an issue with Yishmael, so what happens? Shenamar Kol Asher Tamar Elecha Sarah Shema B'Kailah. Okay, that Ab- Hashem tells Avram, so Sarah recommends that they send Yishmael off with Hagar, and, um, and uh, Avram doesn't sit well with Avram, and he goes to HaKadosh Baruch, and he says, Kol asher lecha Okay, because she had this Ruach HaKadosh, she knew it was the right thing. Davar Acher, okay, another, another way to darshan Yiska that wouldn't be with this drasha, Shakol Seichen B'Yafi, everybody looked at her beauty. Miriam, okay, how do we know Miriam, you as a Nevi'ah? Look at that, okay, second, second reference. Yesterday we had... Right, on the parsha, Now we're day, day late, Sunday. Okay, we have the previous parsha. Miriam Dechsev, Vatikach Miriam Hanavia. Miriam took Achois Aharon, the sister of Aaron, Veloy Achois. Moshe, really? She was only, what do you mean? Why are we calling her the sister of Aaron? She was the sister of Aaron and Moshe. Uvish, right, why? Because Amarav Nachman, Amarav Shaisa, Miss Nava'a, Kishehi Achis Aaron, that she was saying a Nevuah, she said a Nevuah when she, when, before Moshe was born, when only Aaron was around. What was that? By Mera, she said, Asida Imi, Shetele Ben, Sheyashias Yisrael. In the future, my mother is going to give birth to the Savior of Kla Yisrael. Vishosh and when Moshe was born, it's not called by Skula Eira, the entire house beamed with light. Amar Aviyah, Benashkal, Rosha, her father, came, kissed her on the forehead. Amar he said to her, Biti nizkayma your prophecy was nizkayma. Then guess what happens? All of a sudden, they're forced to send baby Moshe into the river. He patched her on the head. Amar he said, Biti Where is your nevuah? That his sister, Moshe's sister, Miriam, stood on the sides, to know what does it mean, so she wanted to see what was going to be at the end of her nevuah. Meaning, how is my nevuah going? To, I know that I had a nevuah, but how is it going to um, play out? Next, Devira, okay, that's the third prophet, prophetess, prophetess that we are discussing today. She was Isha Nevia. She was a female prophet. Eishes Lapidos. She was the, what does it mean? Woman of Lapidos. What does that mean? My Eishes Lapidos. She Psilos the Mikdash. Okay, that she would make, it doesn't mean that her husband's name was Lapidus, but she wasn't Mrs. Lapidus, but rather, that she would make Lapidus as a lashon of wicks. She would make wicks for the Beis HaMikdash, and the Marsha brings down that it was beschus, the fact that she used to make the wicks for the Beis HaMikdash is why she was able to be a, a, uh, a prophetess. Okay, Vihiya uh, Sheves, where was she? Sitting Tachas Toimer. She was sitting Tachas Toimer Devera, right? It was called Tachas Toimer Devera. That's where she, she sat under this tree. It was a date tree. Maishna Tachas Toimer. Why was she under a date tree? Amar Shim ben Avshalom, Mishim Yichud. Because of Yichud, and Rashi explains that a Toimer doesn't have, it's not, very leaf, it's not very leafy. So it's very, right, it doesn't, and if it was very leafy, then it would, uh, right, it would provide, it would be like a room, and then you could have Yichud, people are coming to consult with her, so therefore she sat under a tree that was not very leafy, 
and was tall, had tall branches, okay, and therefore there was no yichud issue. Just like a tamar has only lev echad, they have one lev. Now it's lev echad lavi and shabashamayim. Okay, that um, and uh, I saw it brought down that the way to explain this lev echad one heart lavi and shabashamayim is that it's clear and exposed, meaning that it doesn't have. It's like we said, it's not very leafy. The, the date tree. And since it's not very leafy, so its fruits, its fruits are uh, revealed to all. Okay, you could see them, and they're, it's very clear to see. Um, and therefore, right, the, the leaves don't, don't, don't block it. So to B'nai Yisrael, that um, they're able to, Yetzer Tev, the good Maisim, the Yetzer Tev is able to be seen as Leva Echad, Lavi and It's clear that they're focused on um, serving a Kaddish Baruch Chana. So now that this is the fourth prophetess, Tehsib, Batispala Khana, Batoimar, that Khana Davin, Batomar Alatz Libi Bashem, Rama Karni Bashem, Rama Karni, Vale Rama Pachi, right? So she was davening, okay, she was davening for a son. Uh, well, here she was, sorry, this is the Shira at the end. She was now saying Shira on the fact that she was able to have a son. So Batispala Khana, Batomar Alatz Libi, this is part of the Shira's Khana. And she said, Rama Karni. She said, Rama Karni, that my, my, my Karni, my pride has been raised. What does that mean? Rama Karni, referring to a Karen like a horn, Rama Pachi. Okay, what is, that, and what is that referring to? That's referring to that the, um, the, the people that, that came from her, okay, that she was giving a nevuah on which Malchus would last. David So they were, they got their Meshicha, Right, their anointment with a karen, with a horn. Nimshecha malchusan. That's what she was saying. Rama karni. She didn't say Rama pachi. She's saying that that would that the that the malchus of those who were anointed with the karen will be mamshech. Right. Davin shlomish nimshechu bekaren nimshecha malchusan. They right that that they will their malchus will carry on. That um, Yehuda will always have, retain malchus. Shol v'yehu. Shol v'yehu. They were anointed with a flask. Okay, and then we're now going to darshan some of the other psukim that were in the Shiras Chana. Ein Kadosh Kashem came Biltecha, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Mar Benasi, Al Tikri, Biltecha, Elo Levaloischa. Okay, that we're saying that what's so great about a Kadosh Baruch Hu, that there are no Baloischa. What does that mean? Shalai Kibitis a Kadosh Baruch Hu, Midas Basar Vedam. That we see a Kadosh Baruch Hu is different than a human. Okay, that the Midah of a Kadosh Baruch Hu is different. Midas Basar Vedam. When we talk about human achievements, that what a person creates will outlive him. A person designs a skyscraper, it's going to outlive him, most likely. Avakadosh, unless terrorists destroy it. Avakadosh Baruch Hu outlives his own, right, his own actions. Vein Sur Kelokeno, that was again, Viter in the Shira, it says Vein Sur Kelokeno. What does it mean, Sur? So it's a play on the words, Ain Sayer Kelokeno. There's no designer, artist. Adam Tsar Tsura Gabikai. So a person. Right, draws a picture on the wall. Okay, he can't. Right, it's a two D picture. It stays there as a two D as a two D painting. However, he's able to <coughs> paint a picture. and then he could put in life. intestines. Okay, innards. Okay. Now moving on. So that is Chana. Right, she was again. She said a nevuah in regards to Ramakarni. She was giving a nevuah about. That the um, that the malchus of David and Shlomo will be mamshech Abigail. How do we see that Abigail was a prophetess? So <clears throat> Abigail will set up the stage over here. Abigail is married to someone named Nabal, and um, 
he was murdered by Malchus. Uh, he was murdered against David, and uh, David decides he's going to kill him. Abigail comes to beseech for uh, for her husband. Right, so she goes to David. She's riding on a donkey. And she goes down to the hidden parts of the, the mountain. What is it? Why did it say Minahar? She comes down from the mountain. Okay, she's coming on a, on a matter of, she comes to him under the pretense of asking. We've seen this before that David, uh, we've had this at David in, in Brachas, that David got his hands dirty with the dam, Danidas, that he's married Danidas. So she comes to show her uh, dam. Okay, so Aliske dam habam nastarim, not la dam vaharasaloi. So she takes her bedika cloth and she shows it to David. So David says, sorry, we don't see dam at night. Okay, and Amrloi, so she says, one second. Aren't you, you're now trying to be Don Novel for Misa. Well, guess what? <coughs> We're not Don Nefashas at night either. Okay, so just like you're unwilling to be Don Maris Nida at night, so too, don't be Don Dina Nefashas at night. So David responded to her, guess what? He's a murder I don't need to Don him at all. He's a murder Machos. We don't have to dis- discuss whether or not he did. He's a murder Machos. Boom, you kill him. Amr So Abigail said to him, Sorry, Adayin Shal Kayim. Shal is still alive. So you're not, you don't have yet a name. You don't have the shame, Melech. And therefore, you can't uh, kill some from Imar Machos. Amr said to her, Baruch Tamech Brucha At. Okay? So he said that, that uh, you know, the Baruch Taimech, you had a good reason. So that's what David says to Abigail. You, you saved me today from coming into blood. Okay, so what does it mean? So it was only murder. What's the other one? So the other one is we see that there was another story here. She revealed her thigh. And the light from her thigh went three parsas. Now Taisa says that Couple of things he says. Kasha heich isat sadekas gilsa shaykel of David. That's number one. Vaoid kasha demichzi kiguzma. Okay, and it can't be the, the 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 light of her thigh shown for three parsas. Sharshal shaykel v'yesh leimar. So he answers. Tesis says the matzah the nimtza b'svar meduyakim shenakud b'hem loira claimer loar shelah pirish nisava lo David. So David had a taiva for her. This there wasn't like she exposed the thigh in a whole bright light. No, that David. Uh, had a taiva for her, and that is, and that taiva lasted for the, the zman it would take. The, the taiva that David had went for three parts. Okay. Wait, 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 one second. So, exactly, right now. So, David, he, uh, he had a taiva for her, and he said, uh, Be with me. She said to him, Here's the Nebua. This is not going to be Fuka. It's like a Michshal, like an Avera. This, I'm not going to be your Avera. Okay, so she was, so she was, um, um, she was uh, basically saying that, me, I'm not going to be your Avera. Meaning, uh, giving a, nevi, uh, a Nebua that David will um, uh, uh, he he will end up doing an avera. Okay, according to Gemara, says David didn't, okay, but um, but he will do an avera with Basheva, and that is and that is uh, why she was an avera. Okay, next. Now, just to finish up the story, so Vahisa Abigail said to David, Vahisa Nefesh Adoni Tzura B'Tzor That the the soul of my master is bound B'Tzor Okay, 
Okay, so this was a bracha she was giving to David. When Abigail was leaving her, you know what she said? So she asked David to be remembered. Okay, what does that mean? A woman can talk while she is, uh, while she is spinning. Okay, what we're saying is she can, she can do two things at once. And Rashi, what does that mean? Even though, why did she come to David to save her husband, to save Novel? Still, she was saying, She was still, right, she was still playing the long game and she was giving David a bracha and she was asking David, please remember me if anything should happen, ever happen to my husband and I'm available and you're looking for a wife, I'm throwing my hat in the ring. That a goose stoops down Okay, but yet it keeps its eyes forward. Okay, that even though it does what it has to do, still it's always looking forward. She was looking towards the future. Okay, so that is the next. Okay, so let's go to Chulda, the next um, uh, female, the next prophetess. So Chilkiyahu went Hakayim, okay, and the Pasuk says, El Chulda Hanavia. That's how the Pasuk ends. So we see she was a Navi. Okay, so because so, that so bottom line, you want to know how she was a, a, a Navia? Because it says in the Pasuk she was. Now, uh, question was, how could she be an active Navia if Yermia was was there? Yermia, Yermia lived there. How could how could Holda say prophecy? So you know why? Because she was a karav, she was a relative of Yermia. Okay, and he was not makbid. Okay, he was fine. He was not makbid, and therefore he allowed her to say right to, to to be a prophetess, even though he was still alive. Yeah, but so people went to her. It's very nice how she could say prophecy, but how could how could uh, Yoshia go to her over Yermia? What, what do you mean? Yermia was, was there. So, because women are Rachmania. So, the thought process was Yoshia uh, said, I'll go to her because, and the way the, 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 the way the, the, way the explained it is not that, oh, so she'll give an easier Nevuah. No, that if, if it comes out with a bad Nevuah, then since she's a Rachmania, she'll dive it on their behalf, and she, she's obviously closer to Kodesh Baruch Hu, and she'll be able to. Possibly affect change. That really Yermia wasn't there. That's why she was not because it was a karab and he allowed it. She wasn't makbid, but rather he wasn't around. Okay, why? Where did he go? He went to go bring back the 10 Shvatim. Okay, so the 10 Shvatim were, were exiled and he went to go ahead and bring them back. How do we know that the 10 Shvatim came back? Okay, then now. So that's referring that the Mimkar al Mimkar So there was a Nevuah around that time saying that Yoivo will be abolished. That's Mimkar al Moicher or Moicher al Mimkar refers to Yoivo where things go back. So, right, goes back to the goes back to the seller. So we're saying that the, the Navi at that time said. Yoivel will become bottle. Now the din is, Rashi points out, that Yoivel is only noyeg bizman shekol yoshveh alal. So if the Asaras, if the ten tribes were in exile, and they remained in exile, and they were never brought back, then why would the Navi get up and say, Yoivel was going to become bottle? No, Yoivel is bottle, he should say. Why would I give a, a nevu about something that's going to occur in the future, if right now, since the Asaras Shvatim are in Galus, 
So Yevil doesn't, doesn't apply. Elamai must be that he was Hichzirim, he must have brought them back, and then he's saying that Yevil will become Batal, okay, in the future, that was the Nevuah. Uh, okay, so we see it must be that Yirmiya brought that brought back these ten tribes. He was a Melech What is this Sion? What is this marker? That I see. Okay, that there, this, it's it's the right, it's the grave of. Okay, and the Mizbeach wasn't Basel. Now, I don't understand. He, right, that that um, that Basel was So that's where Yeruvim was. So how? Why is it that that what we're saying here is that the Yeshio Ben Amoin, who was from Yehuda, ended up. Uh, presiding or, or being king on the ten, even though it was Malchai Yisrael. So what do we see? Right? How do we know that it was the area of Malchai Yisrael? Because what we're saying is that Yoshio was in Basel. Basel was traditionally Yeravam, which was where Malchai Yisrael were. So why is he presiding over the area of Malchai Yisrael? And that these ten tribes that um, were returned, Yoshio was Malachalehen. That we see from a different pasuk, Gam Yehuda Shas Ketzirlach Beshuvi Shvus Ami. That Yehuda will again be pointed, will be appointed, okay, Beshuvi Shvus Ami when the when the uh, exiled of my nations return. Okay, fine. Next, how do we know Esther was in Nevia? Esther Dachsevai Yibayim Hashlishi Vaytilbash Esther Malchus and Esther wore Malchus. Why did it say wore Malchus? Big day Malchus, it should have said that, it should have said that Esther wore the begad of a Malchus. Okay, so we see that she wore, she didn't wear clothing on Malchus, but rather she wore a Ruach HaKadosh. It's not good to give Hashivas to women. Tarti Nashi Yehorin. Havian, there were two Nashim, right, who, who were given Hashivas. The Sani and Shmayu, right, they became, okay, the Neviyas at the time, they became the leaders, and they had bad names, meaning Chadashme Ziburta, Devara was a B, Ziburta B, but Chadashma Karkushta, Cholda is named after a weasel. Ziburta Ksiba, where do we see that they, 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 they couldn't handle the Hashivas? Okay, as uh, Gemara is not for our politically correct times, but Ziburtek Sivatishlach Vatikra Levarak, and she called to Barak, and what did she say? Ve'ilu ihiloi azulagabe. She called to Barak, who was a you know contemporary, the leader of Klai Yisrael, and she she summoned him. Okay, well, it wasn't proper. She should have gone to him. Kakushta Ksiba. Why do we call Kakushta the Cholda? Right, that we call her Weasel Ksiba Amru Ish Vloi Amra Amru Lamelech. Okay, because we addressed the king, she said Amru Ish. Okay, and she didn't say, she said, go tell the man. She didn't say, go tell the king. She said, go tell the man. Cholda was a descendant of Yoshua. Ksiv, hacha, because the Pasuk says, it says, by Cholda ben Charchas, Ksiv, hacha, by Yoshua, that it says he was buried in Timnas, Timnas Charas. Okay, so we see that it must, he must, she must have descended from the place we're referring to the burial place of Yeshua. She must have descended from Yeshua. Now we ask Akash on that. How could you say that she came from Yeshua? There were eight Kaihanim that came, eight Nevi'im 
that were kaihanim that came from Rachav Azayna. These are the eight. Now, we're going to need to know this soon, but these are father and son pairs. Narya, Narya, okay, Baruch. So those are two, meaning Baruch, Ben, Narya. Narya was the father, and Baruch was the son. Suraya Mechasya. Suraya was the son of Mechasya. Yermia Chelkia. Yermia was the son of Chelkia. Chanamel. Vishalom. Okay, so those are the eight. They're four pairs, father and son. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda, Emer, Achol, Nahanaviyah, Mibnei B'nei Haisa. So here's going to be our kasha. We just said that where did Cholda come from? Yeshua. Now we're saying Cholda came from Rachav Azayna. Ksiv Hacha ben Tikva, Ksiv Hasam, Es Tikvas Chot Hashani. So Amar he said, Eina, Saba, wise, Eina was his name. Va'amrila, Pasya, Uchma, black, Kli, meaning that you're a big Talmud Chacham. You know, the two of us, Minal Menach, Testaim Shmaitza. Let's figure this out together. How could it be, hmm, let's put our, let's put our heads together and figure this one out. How could it be that Cholda comes, is a descendant of Yeshua, and Cholda is also a descendant of Rachav. How could it be? Ah, I have the answer. The Gaira v'nazba Yeshua. That, that, that Rachav was Ms. Gaira, and Yeshua married her. Okay? And now they were the descendant of both Rachav and Yeshua. Tosis asks, how could Yeshua marry Rachav? She's from the Zainam. He says, it must be that she didn't, she wasn't from the Zainam, and she was just living there. Okay? Um, she must have come from somewhere else. Okay, me have a Luzaro Yeshua. I one second. Did Yeshua have descendants? Vahak said, it says, Numbano Yeshua Bano. Yeshua did not have any sons. So the Mara says, Yeah, you're right. Bonai Loi Havu, he didn't have any sons. Bantan Havale, but he did have daughters. Now, let's go a few more lines just to finish this up so that tomorrow we can move on. We can be out of the prophetesses and move on to another Sugya. Bishlama Inhu. So now we're going back to where we listed the descendants that came from um, from from uh, Shemayin and Nevi'im that came from Rachav, right? So we have the four pairs, father and son. So we want to know, how do we know that they were all Nevi'im? Only four of them are actually listed. Bishlama inhu four of them, Mefarshu, Elavusayhu Menalon. How do we know that their fathers were also Nevi'im? Right? We list four, and when we're listing as father and son, maybe we only, in, if you look through Navi, you only have the names of the sons. How do we know that the fathers were also Nevi'im? Kedu Ula. Damar Ula, Ula says a rule. Kolmakam Sheshmay Vishem Avim. Anytime we list a son and a father, Benavius, when it comes to Nevius, we do a shame Navi Ben Navi. If we list the father and son, we know that they both were Nevium. Okay, that's the rule, and that's the answer. Okay, Shemai Veloy Shame Aviv. That answers our question. Now we're just gonna follow these rules out a little. Shemai Veloy Shame Aviv. Let's say it only says the, the name of a Navi and didn't say his father's name. Navi Ben Navi. So it must be he's just a Navi. He is not a Navi Ben Navi. Shemai Vishem Irai, if it says the name and the city. Mephorosh, right? If it says the name and the city, then yeah, we know that he's from the city. Okay, that's listed. That's the point here. If it doesn't have the name of the city, he must be he's from Yishlaim. Masisa Tana. Okay, in a bright, so we learn in regards to attributes. Let's say it doesn't say anything about both of their Maisim, but so we have a father and son, and it tells you that the father that one of them was a tzaddik or one of them was a rasha. So then you know, let's say one of them, it's written that it's l'shvach. Right, so it says, and it says that he was a, that Stefania was a tzaddik. So we know, because the fact that we list the, where he came from, the lineage, so it must be that the lineage are also tzaddikim. 
So similarly, just like if it says, right, if we have a whole listing and one of them, it, we know about one of them, that it's lignai, so Yishmael ben Nisanya ben Elishama, and over here, who was this Nisanya, Yishmael ben Nisanya, he killed Gedalyo ben Achikam. So again, we see that he, so the fact that one of the people listed in the lineage is a Russia must be that we're going to consider them all. I'll send out the review because um, it's late.